There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's time for us to get going. A lot of people uh, talking about bringing back all those, you know, the the wild animals and things like that, the woolly mammoth and that Tasmanian tiger. And uh, got an email that says, really? I've been stuck in a wheelchair my entire life. Nobody can fix me. We're going to bring back woolly mammoths on Caleb from Shriners. That's a good point. <laughs> Nobody. Let's cure baldness and cancer. Let's make science do that. We should hold science accountable. Go like, get rid of cancer, get rid of baldness, uh, and then you can build an animal. It's like kids. Like you can you can do do your homework, and we'll let you have some pudding. You're dying to bring back a, a you know Tasmanian tiger. Okay, first cure cancer. We can do that and bring back the tiger. You can throw it all over Australia. Then cure baldness, woolly mammoth. You get you get you get a new toy for every disease you cure because nothing's getting cured. It almost seems like it'd be easier because it, I mean you're creating so. something out of nothing right. over here. But I don't know. Right, use the woolly mammoth to cure cancer. Oh, there you go. That's it. And if it doesn't, within a year we kill it and we never talk about it again. It's just it's bad all around because then we'll end up having uh, woolly mammoth pox or. Some oh, it's kind of that's what I said. Yeah. It's like it's got its, its snout. It'll start shooting stuff all over the place. We don't know what it is. Idiots. I hate I hate being this dumb and feeling like the only voice of reason every once in a while. It's like, are you kidding me? Hey, I'm a D student, and I think this is a terrible idea. Well, you don't know anything. I'm a scientist. I know one thing. You haven't seen Jurassic Park. Uh, it is time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters, one of the proud sponsors of uh, uh, our glorious golf tournament coming up here on Saturday, which is a legitimate one, not like that one that that dude was doing out there at Silverleaf. Sorry, Silverleaf, you're not to blame, but some guy had And did he uh, leave town? Did they get him? Did he get all that money? I think and- they nabbed him. They got pictures of him. And the, the pictures are up saying, hey, if, you, if this guy looks familiar and you gave him money for a golf tournament... Uh, let us know. They're trying to build like they, they think he's gotten a lot of people. So our golf tournament's completely legitimate, if you can believe it. And the painting of Brady by J. Todd Himes, Brady Wood, yes, uh, available on Facebook right now. Buy it now. Price is two thousand dollars. We did have an offer for two grand, but I don't know that they're serious. Well, that was from Dixon, Dixon Butts. Butts. Yeah, yeah. Dixon, uh, politician Dixon Butts was in on that. 
But uh, otherwise, we'll just auction her off, and all that money's going to go directly into the 50-50 raffle uh, that Doug Hopkins is sponsoring for us, which is already at 2500 bucks. That thing's going to explode on Saturday, which is outstanding. And then the Humane Society walks out with a great big check. We have fun. We drink. We gamble. We golf all day long. That's what we're about, and Hooters is part of that, and we thank them as well. Also, Cha-Ching Chavez is over there at your Valley Hooters. Uh, 10% of that goes to the Arizona Humane Society when they sell that stuff. Uh, it's just a limited time, and so head to Hooters and grab yourself a Cha-Ching Chavez immediately. Love it. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Tuesday morning to Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Cheap Flight Day. Oh. This is the uh, day when it's a good... It's a good time to buy a plane ticket Is in it? the future. Yeah, Ooh, I'm calling JSX. <laughs> Gas aren't prices are down from pretty, earlier this summer. Aren't which all helps. tickets you buy in the future? <laughs> no, no, cheaper than others. You're talking no, about. No, no, I'm saying it's a cheap ticket to buy a flight in the future. All flights are in the future. <laughs> Somebody put Pratt's face over your wang. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great shot. I wish we'd have thought of that instead of just painting that big D. Just put that little dumb D. Oh, that's great. A couple of baseless fun facts. Competitive art used to be an Olympic sport. Between 1912 and 1948, the Olympics awarded medals for music, painting, sculpture, and architecture. Boring. Imagine that competition. No. In London, in the 1800s, mail was delivered 12 times a day. Oh, they had nothing else to do. You looked forward to your mail. There's a uh, sacred island in Japan called Itsukushima, where it's illegal to die. No one has ever broken that law and died there since 1878. It's pretty impressive work, Japanese, that you can control that. Now that it's out of the bag. Yeah, somebody's going to take some cancer-riddled patient and wheel them out there. A new study out of Japan found that dogs' eyes well up with tears of joy when they're reunited with their owners. They used a test to measure how watery 18 different dogs' eyes were before and after they saw their owners. And their owners had been away for a full seven hours. As soon as they saw them, their tear production uh, increased by 10%. And it only happened with their owners. It didn't happen with other people and or dogs that they knew. Yeah. Researchers think that seeing uh, us causes our dogs to produce more of a love hormone, oxytocin. Sure. They love us. That's what the, makes them cry. There's a chance they're going to get fed now. Yeah. That's why we like dogs more than people. No one's ever that happy. I've never had someone cry when I came home. Megan, don't cry when you come no, home. Not for good reason. <laughs> Usually just because her day's ruined. Oh, uh, he's back. He's so early. Yesterday I came, walked in the door. I was like, oh, you're home early. Like that was, I'm like, you want to go for a couple more hours? I'll, go, I'll drive around, I guess. Good to see you, yeah, too. Nice. Great to see you. Oh, you're home early. And then walked away again. Like, I was in the middle of something. And you've ruined it. Yeah, never once have I walked in and just somebody just like, oh, my God, you, you, uh, so happy to see you. This is Patrice O'Neill's old thing. Lock your wife and your dog outside on purpose for two hours. Lock them up. Put them in a box. Trap them. Open it up. 
let them in the house. See which one's happy to see you. <laughs> the dog's going to jump on your lap. Oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you. Thanks for letting me out. The woman is going to be angry the entire time. A series of new polls ask people how interested they'd be in competing on three types of reality shows. Dating, makeovers, and home renovation. 21% of the people are interested in being on a dating reality show, with 10% of those very interested. Desperate. Weirdos. Men are twice as likely to be into it. Naturally, younger adults are far more eager. Yeah, any girl that goes on there is a slut. Who's after cash? And Pretty good chance you'll get some action. Right. There's no girl who's really serious about that. They're already. I look at the Bachelorette and I'm like, yeah, it was tough for you to get a date. You're, you're spectacular. Twenty five stunning girls can't find a man. You're 22. You haven't even given it a try yet. You're doing it for the horror fame. And the guys go on going. I'm good looking. I'm going to host 22 chicks and pick one in the end. If it lasts, it lasts. If it doesn't, who cares? And maybe you'll get a spinoff if you're really <laughs> right. good. And then you, the might be able, yeah, you might continue your fame. The dating shows are not for love. Love Connection kind of was. And I think Blind Date kind of was. Because they got a lot of weirdos that were like, this yeah. is just fun. 32% of the people are down to be on a makeover show. 14% very interested. Uh, people from the uh, Northeast and South are more interested. Especially women. Yeah. Between the ages of 30 and 44. So they got redone? Yeah. 50% would be down with some kind of home renovation reality show. Heck yeah. Women are more into it than men. I'd love uh, to have a home reno show. Fashion stuff, I love that. i do it without the show. I'm renovating all the time. Adding and banging stuff down and knocking down mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> got to broaden the car. <laughs> broaden the car. <laughs> There's nothing compared to the stuff I'm doing. This dude. <laughs> In a uh, survey of people that drink alcohol, <laughs> uh, people 21 and over, 52% consider themselves smart drinkers, meaning they think they've mastered the art of knowing what and how much to drink. Generally speaking, here's what they suggest. I think I'm that. Most smart drinkers yeah. pace themselves at about two drinks per hour. And they typically chose low-volume alcoholic beverages. I'm vodka soda. Uh, depending on the evening, I limit my outward drinking of vodka soda to two. Uh, if there's a heavy meal involved, a third is possible. Uh, and then at home, you can do it all day long. That's game on. Yeah, game on. You have like five. Bar drinkers generally eat a meal before drinking. Yeah. See? Right and there. They don't mix. No, and you keep it. You keep it straight. You start to because I did it on the golf course the other day, and I had to go sit in the casino, which wasn't vice to vice. I drank a beer and then piled in a couple of cranberry vodkas on top of it. I'm like, Bleh, this is going to sit in me for a while, and I hadn't eaten, so I dumb drank all day. So I ran over to the casino and gambled away a ton of money, and then like, now I feel great, <laughs> and I'm broke. This guy in Southern Indiana tried to carjack multiple people last Friday night. Ended up getting hit by a car, not once, but twice. Cops in Evansville, Indiana, got a call about some sort of fight. Turned out the guy was trying to take someone's truck. When the police got there, he gave up and ran into the road looking for another car to steal. That's when the first car hit him. It's GTA. Wasn't seriously hurt. 
it was GTA. Because then uh, the cops, while they were trying to help him, he jumped up, ran out on the road again, this time a semi. No, boy. Uh, this guy's got all the Survived luck. the semi. It wasn't going too fast, but fast enough to knock him down and minor injuries. <laughs> Most semis only have to be going one to knock you over. Yeah, he got out of the way, <laughs> way of the wheels. He can be parked, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna win the fight. It took him to the hospital to get checked out. Got up from the hospital, ran out. Ambulance took no. Yeah, that would be great. Just keeps getting run over. What a douche. Yep, that's that's basically that's what the headline end. should say. <laughs> what a douche. We've got controversy in the professional cornhole league. <laughs> Bad gate. Yeah. Johnsonville Brats had to pay twice, huh? The issue is that players, uh, they get to bring their own bags yeah. to toss, and they have to meet certain size and weight criteria. Not the not the actual people throwing the bags, because I've seen it, and they're all huge, disgusting people. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's really checking other important factors like loose stitching, replaced fillings, doctored fabric. Ooh. There are two major competitive bodies, the American Cornhole League and the American Cornhole Cornhole Organization. I like the Cornhole Organization. I like the Cornhole League, too. The ACO, your bag has to be filled with plastic resin beads. And the ACL, the filling can be anything that doesn't damage or create residue on the board. Hey, idiots, I have an idea. Provide the bags. Yeah, they should. Um, interesting what players do, just like uh, doctoring up a football. They use uh, fabric softeners on the bags. Sure. On the materials and whatever. I mean, you give them that edge. Yeah, I, you give them the, the approved bag so it's got all the materials you need. And if they want to doctor it up right there in front of you, they can. But I, I don't understand that sport. I watched that one thing, and these people traveled. The Johnsonville Brats National Cornhole Championship, $25,000 purse. They had eight people win, first through eight. And they're teams of two. They're splitting twenty five grand. And there's a lot of those tournaments. Like the winners won 5000 bucks. There's two of them. That's 2500 apiece. Room, board, you, you won like $800. You travel. Is that worth it? At the uh, Johnsonville brats for free all weekend long. Looking at them, they'll take the brats <laughs> over any of the food. They were this. They were the one girl. She was disturbing. I don't think she's washed her hair in eight nine years. Just this mop of blech hanging off her head. Her squinty little eyes because she had that thing where her eyes started getting fat. And they're talking to her about it. She goes, "I'm just I'm just here for the experience." <laughs> like man, you are perfect. You are a cartoon of what I expect from cornhole professional. They hosted one of those tournaments at that Bell Bank Park, yeah. and they've got leagues every Friday night. It's serious. Leagues, drinking leagues are yeah. fun and things it like is. that, but boy, you get into the real ones, you don't want anything to do with those folks. We had a guy in uh, Florida crawl through the drive through window at a Taco Bell, completely naked, went over the through the window, over the counter, and just laid down spread eagle on the floor and wouldn't get up and leave until the police arrived and uh, booked him, but... Woody Harrelson. Uh, oh, my God, it is. I want my Mexican pizza, and I <laughs> yeah. want it now. Wow. 
grandma uh, was with her granddaughter at a little amusement park. She gets on that carnival ride that kind of spins around. Uh, you're on a swing, and it spins around. Your swing goes out for sure. it because yeah. the centrifugal force uh, machine. Filming the little granddaughter, beautiful, but then her prosthetic leg flies off. The kid, the little girl, and she captures it on video. <laughs> we don't have that video. That's a radio video waiting to happen. There's the still shot. They circle the uh, leg flying into the side of the thing. Good news, no damage to the leg. Or the little girl. Or the gr- little girl, yeah. She had a fun time. Just got a strap. She just was a little concerned when the leg flew off it was going to hit somebody. Wouldn't be the first time you said it to a young lady. you got to strap that on tighter for it to work. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to keep falling off. There's another... Well, let's get into some radio videos. Okay. Let's see if Toledo pulls up the uh, little girl video swinging. What? Oh, I see what you're saying. See, did you actually watch it? Oh, it's just a picture. There's a picture in the videos further down. Oh, it is? Okay. There's nothing. And that's them grabbing. Oh, no, they didn't. Okay. Got nothing, Brady. There's nothing. All right. This is a Bradio video. This happened to Orlando. <laughs> it's a quick one. It's a small plane that lands on a city street in Orlando. Oh, boy. It wrecks. The dude's oh, yeah. okay. But it looks like this wasn't intentional. the wreck, looks like, oh, the, the guy wouldn't be okay. Cause it, plane crashes very rarely do I think. He'll be fine. So if this is a video of a plane crash. Like Whoa, that is too low. Oh, my God, bro. Cessna. Oh, my God, bro. Is that in the car? That's so Florida. Okay, there's no sound. Oh, yeah, I know. There's a plane crash right there in the middle of the street. It doesn't have sound? Holy. Almost, almost. that's fine. Oh, my God. Bro. Wow, look at that thing. Just missed the power lines. I know. The guy pulled it down. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a pretty pretty good crash. I saw a plane once by Deer Valley Airport I didn't think was going to make it out. It's just making all Did sorts of... you say you heard it sounds or something like that? Huh? Like it was sputtering? No. The, oh, a friend of mine watched a helicopter crash. He lives out there. Oh, and he just heard... Oh, it was actually a small plane. And he heard... <laughs> oh, man. And he the went outside and there was just black smoke. And I'm like, did anybody make it? And he goes, nope. And he goes, we see, we hear those planes go over. Sometimes it sounds like they're struggling. He goes, this one you just knew. It's like, meek, 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 meek. Wow. <laughs> so Jerry described it perfectly. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I saw one at Deer Valley that I thought was having a problem getting off the runway. And it was just doing that. Like, it was like, you could see it fighting. I think I can. I think yeah, I can. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was that little thing. And it was like, oh, that guy's not going to make it. I know you enjoy some of these. This, this Next radio video is Steven Seagal, Turton Chung Drag. You, you oh, can't yeah. say one without the yeah. other. He doesn't even right. call himself that anymore. He's the only one. This is an exhibition he's putting on. He's Brett's a master already of, put his head uh, down. Yeah. We haven't even no, played it yet. He doesn't even know. But here's bad Steven Seagal karate video. This is one where he just touches guys and they oh, roll yeah. they, over. They, yeah. they, now they, they're doing acrobatics. Yeah, it's a dance. Now the last one, he puts him in an arm hole. I kind of had to cooperate a little bit. Well, yeah, a lot. That. Yeah. It's like WWE. Are you following him yes, on Instagram? You have to be. No, he sends those to me. <laughs> yeah. 
He sends you an Instagram page. He <laughs> sends me the video and then I, I put it on. Instead of just saying follow, I just follow my Instagram page. It just doesn't even just make sense. Just unfollow him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> follow Brady. No, That's the best thing Steven's you could do. No, <laughs> Steven Seagal's videos are unfollow more fun. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Next one, some uh, lumberjack work. I got two uh, tree cutting radio videos. First one is these guys are cutting this tree down and it kind of uh, jumps back at him a little bit. A tree? Yeah. Gets the one guy. Gets nutted by it. I didn't, I don't, I'm not responsible for the music. You're completely responsible for this. You're the only person I know who brought it to me. I didn't hear the audio. Oh. It, I just watched <laughs> You that. do no work. <laughs> so without audio, this is better? Yeah. No, it was a dumb one, too. All right, how about the palm tree, You are then? striking out today. Right. And, and by the way, watch your goddamn videos before you bring them in here and then say it's not your responsibility. Oh, jeez. This guy's cutting. What's he doing to that palm tree in the first place? Why? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He gets wobbled it's, off. It's our song from Playdio. First day of the whoa, job, it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, I had that song instead of the recorder take on me. Don't repeat it. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Here's some extreme bike jumping. Guy's jumping off the uh, cliff. He, he wants to land it, but... Uh, it's not really jumping. He lands it. All right, here we um, go. This is also the unedited version okay. of the Biscuit, so be prepared. Oh, I got you. All right, here we go. Oh, this is- just... Oh, my God. God, that guy just falls. That uh, wasn't a bike jumper. That's a guy no, falling that's, off a cliff. Yeah, and the guy says, it's him after it, he goes, yeah. uh, sometimes Where's the, the record breaks you. All part of the game when you're push, okay. push the limits. I'll be back for this one. You know that standard B-roll footage of a car going off a cliff in movies? That is exactly what that was. It was That was a 400-foot drop for no yeah. reason. Off a sheer cliff into a dirt pile. Yeah, into gravel. Like All that mountain is just breaking yeah. up. Not a bike jump so much as a bike drop. This is a four-wheel ATV. Guy showing off, popping, popping a wheelie. Front. And decides to come oh, oh, he fell off. He just fell off your road rash. And he's in shorts and a tank top. That's That's man. Wow. Oh. What's he look like after? I don't know. I didn't look for him. <laughs> Looks like it, his man. face looks like a casserole. Yeah. You don't know. You make it up. <laughs> I don't know. I was do- tooting my recorder. I was busy listening to Aha, uh-huh, as played by a four-year-old. <laughs> that is road rash in a big Ouch. way. Yikes. What do you got? Uh, let's see here. We got a connect, connect, connect. Oh, you're dead. It's our, our internet. It's our wonderful buffer. system. That's right. right. Yeah, you've buffered. Toledo, you got up oh, There we go. There we go. Brett's in. All right. This one uh, is the famous dirty dancing lift. Yeah. And you always know how these wind up. Oh, sure. Oh, they're, oh this is. <laughs> she, tried, she even tried to do it off of a staircase. And did a head spin. And the guy just <laughs> threw her off the edge. Just keep going. That's called inertia, kids. Yeah. We're learning. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Did she land on her head? Yes. Well, like. And she's not big. He should have been able to no. catch her. And then the uh, follow-up <laughs> is a guy jumping off the roof trying to get into the pool. And you know how these no, usually not going to end. Oh, he's kind of a chunk. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, he doesn't even hit the water. Oh, that's just face into the deck. He just fell off. Oh, let's listen. 
He's like, don't step on the gutter. How he? There's a a foot. All he had to do was jump a foot out, and he doesn't do it. He just falls off the edge. Oh, God, that's using the gutter as a springboard. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Oh, my. There is zero thrust or or launch on that at all. He just falls right off the edge of that thing. That splat noise is his skin and face hitting the deck. Kissing the curb. Oh, God. All right. Jesus. Good finish there. Oof. That guy's dead. Oof. Give me chills. There you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report brought to you by Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.